Hello and welcome to The Softer Side. I'm your life transitions coach, Shelley Carney. Let's design your life. Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice bring you The Softer Side, life transitions and relationship coaching. Join the live chat on YouTube every Wednesday and Friday at thesofterside.live. Well, I'm all alone today. Uh, We're going to be talking about the mental game of weight loss. And I should put that presentation up. Let's see. There we go. The mental game of weight loss. How to win the mental game of weight loss. Um, It is a mental game mostly. Uh, It doesn't matter too much about exactly what protocol we follow. But it does matter what we believe, think, and... um, how we manage our thoughts. All right, so let's get into it. Diets are subjective. What does that mean? It means any diet will probably work if you stick with it long enough and work hard at it. What? But again, what works for one person may not work for another person. Every body is unique and responds differently to diets and protocols. Um, Not only that, but as we age, our hormones change and things in our body change. So what used to work for us to lose weight may not work so well anymore. We might have to start finding some different ways to change that up to make it actually work for us. Also, you may make uh, some choices about veganism or particular diets that appeal to you or that your family would benefit from. Um, I... I follow a ketogenic diet. My kids are vegans. Um, You know, we all live together, so we all have to share a kitchen, and we have different foods for different tastes, and we all cook for ourselves. Um, But these individual choices can result in weight loss or weight gain. It doesn't really matter because diets, again, are subjective. So what's the right way and the wrong way to losing weight? Well, the wrong way is having an attitude of resistance, resentment, frustration, and self-loathing. I hate my body, so I'm going to starve myself until I can be a size that is acceptable. That's the wrong way. The right way is a mindset of love and care and allowing and compassion and fun. We talked about having fun on our way to our goal on Wednesday. And this is a goal where we do want to have fun, because if it's not fun, if it's drudgery, if it's painful, we're not going to want to do it anymore. So we have to find a way to love ourselves and allow that compassion for ourselves. When we mess up, it's okay. We'll keep at it. You know, Uh, don't be in a hurry and do have fun. Some self-defeating beliefs that go along with weight loss for a lot of people are, I'm not worthy, you know, Um, my body is unacceptable as it is right now. I won't be happy until I'm thin and only slender people are beautiful and attractive. These kinds of beliefs do not help us because they lead to self-defeating results. I'm in a hurry to lose weight because I'm unacceptable as I am right now. Um, I am going to deprive myself of every good thing in life and be very restrictive because I've made such a mess of my body. I hate myself and I, I have dramatic thoughts about food, you know, um, which could be anything from, 
you know, why, why is, uh, why am I always surrounded by junk food? And why, why are people always eating donuts around me and, and being angry and upset and, and making it mean things, um, adding that drama to the whole process. These are self-defeating results. And then relying on your willpower to overcome cravings. Think about willpower. We only get so much a day, right? And if we use it up, at the beginning of the day, we have none left at the end of the night. So we can't just rely on willpower to overcome cravings because that willpower has to last us the whole day. The underlying message to this self-defeating thoughts and behavior is you're out of control. You're not good enough as you are and shame on you for being this way. <laughs> no, we don't want to hear that, right? That sounds like your mother or something being mean to you and you don't want that. We want to be nice to ourselves. We don't, we want to root out this underlying message of I'm out of control. I'm not out of control. I'm totally aware. Um, you're not good enough as you are. I'm totally good enough. I was born good enough. Every baby is special. Every human being is wonderful. And so am I. Shame on you for being this way. You know what? I made a few mistakes. Get over it. <laughs> Let's move on. Here's the other side. I should have the freedom to eat whatever I want, whenever I want. Is that love? Immediate gratification, false pleasure, unconscious buffering, and emotional eating is not self-love. It is becoming unconscious to the whole thing because you don't want to deal with it. You know what? I'm just going to eat whatever and I'm not going to worry about it. And you know, a couple of months down the line, you're going to say, oh, I put on quite a bit of weight. Now I feel even worse. So we want to not go to either one of these extremes because both extremes are self-neglect. You're either restrictive and punishing, or you're unconsciously eating everything in sight. Those are the extremes. Unconsciousness and neglect is equally as damaging as overemphasis and obsession. So whether you're hating on yourself or you're just ignoring the problem, those are your extremes. And let's see if we can find a happy medium. Finding the balance in the middle. We want to control our, we want to have control, right? We want to have control over what we're eating. We want to have control over what size we are, uh, how we feel, our health. We want to be healthy and we want to have that self-love and acceptance. That's being in the middle. That's being balanced because when you love your body, you want to put healthy, energizing food into it and you feel like you have control over everything you put into your mouth right? You're not like fighting those urges and those, you know, because somebody offered you a glass of wine, you had to drink it. If somebody brought you a dessert, you had to eat it. You have control over whether or not you put something into your body when you love yourself and accept yourself for as you are. I don't have to eat something because somebody brought it to me. Food is not love. Love is love and food is food. The mental game. Here it is. Allow urges, emotions, and life to be what they are. Just allow them. Don't cut yourself off from them. Don't be angry at them. Allow them. Observe yourself without judgment. Oh, you know what? 
I shouldn't have eaten all that Halloween candy last night. Um, hmm, that probably wasn't good for me. Well, I won't do it today. I observed, and I didn't judge. I judged a little bit. I shouldn't have eaten it because it's not healthy. I judge it as not healthy. But I don't judge myself as a bad person because I ate some Halloween candy. Make conscious decisions, right? Think about it. Think ahead. Am I going to eat this Halloween candy today? No. I had some last night and that's enough. I'm not going to do it today. Stay committed and disciplined with love, not punishment. I love myself. I want to be healthy. I'm going to eat healthy foods because I love myself. And that's it. Not because I'm mad at myself, not because I think I'm fat and I'm punishing myself. I'm going to eat healthy because I love myself. Fun comes with love. <laughs> Losing weight can be fun, but only when it's fueled by positive emotion. So if you're beating up on yourself, shouldn't be this fat. Uh, nothing ever fits. You know, I eat too much. Um, if you're be beating up on yourself, it's not fun. We have to have positive emotions about, about life and about ourselves and about our goals in order to have fun with them. And we need to love ourselves in order to lose that weight, in order to reach our goals. We have to do it with love. We need to feel all of our emotions on purpose without eating to cover them up, right? Um, we don't want to shut ourselves off, be unconscious about whatever it is we're feeling by covering it up with eating. I'm, I'm really upset about what just happened here online with this uh, Facebook group or whatever. So I'm going to go sit in front of the TV and eat and just shut it all out. No, I'm going to feel my emotions. I'm going to deal with what's in front of me and I'm not going to eat because of them because I have control and I love myself and I want to be healthy. I want to be present when we have an urge that comes from the primitive brain to overeat, right? We're like, oh, look at that bag of potato chips. I love potato chips. I'm going to open up those potato chips and I'm going to sit down in front of the TV and I'm just going to eat the whole bag. Mm. That's our primitive brain. Our primitive brain wants us to eat everything in sight because when we were cave people, of course, that was important. You have to eat every time you find food, otherwise you might die. We don't need to do that anymore. So we have to be present in our front prefrontal cortex and our human brain in order to control our primitive brain. Okay, why it matters. Why does it matter? Why does it matter if I'm, you know, skinny and beautiful and healthy and happy? And why does it matter? Well, the compelling urge is to give in to our own doubt and quit trying to improve, right? So I don't want to diet anymore. It's not fun and, and I feel deprived. So I'm going to quit. That's the urge. I'm going to eat those potato chips. That's the urge. When we allow the urge, doesn't mean we give in to it. It just means we sit with it and we say, hmm, how does this feel? Well, I feel uncomfortable because I want to eat those potato chips. I feel like um, anxious about it. I feel like there's, there's a humming under my skin and, and, and my brain is kind of spinning like, gotta eat, gotta eat, gotta eat, gotta eat, gotta eat. Just observe, narrate to yourself what's going on and think about it. Why do I feel this way? Am I really hungry? 
is that potato chip going to make me healthy? Is it going to satisfy my hunger? Or would it be better to have a salad or, um, you know, some something a little healthier? Narrate what's going on inside your body and how it feels. Experience it and allow it to dissipate. <laughs> when we can learn to do this, and I'm still working on it myself, but when we can learn to do this, when we can manage our urge to overeat, then we can get over any urges, whether that's, um, you know, trying to run away from stress and uh, negativity over here with our friends and we don't want to talk to them. We want to shut them out because they're bothering us and I just don't want to focus on that anymore. And that's my urge. But what I really should be doing is getting into it and confronting the situation and taking care of it so that it doesn't get any worse. That's an urge. What's another urge? We might have an urge to drink. Uh, I'll feel less stressed and I'll feel happier and I'll feel sociable if I have a drink. So that's an urge. Once we learn to sit with the urge, allow it, narrate it to ourselves. Here's what I'm feeling. Here's what I'm thinking. And then let it dissipate. Once we can do that with one thing, it will bleed over into all the other areas of our lives where we have urges. And we'll gain more and more self-discipline and control. When you understand why you're following a protocol, then you can focus on a message of love, which maybe a message of love is, this is amazing for my body to be eating this way. Um, this is healing my body. Or maybe you're doing intermittent fasting and you're hungry and you're trying to wait until a certain time to eat because you're in the middle of your fast. And you could be telling yourself, this is going to help me get down to my natural weight. And it's okay if it's hard because I'm going to get through it. So having that message of love, of knowing I'm doing this because I want to be healthy, having that why will help you to get through. The best weight loss formula is super simple. Plan the food we eat, grocery shopping ahead of time, thoughtful meal preparation, eating only what we plan to eat or what we bring with us to eat, and then allowing those urges to be, being patient and loving ourselves. This is no matter what food protocol you follow, if you follow these ideas, you will lose weight. Everybody I've talked to that I've seen in the last year who has lost weight, I say to them, how did you do it? What helped the most? And they would tell me, preparing my meals and eating only what I prepared. They lost weight. It works. It works every time. So remember, the means to the end is actually more important than the end, which means doing it correctly will teach you that self-discipline so that it gets easier over time. You don't have to make constant decisions because you've planned everything ahead of time, especially if you're eating the same thing pretty much every day. Then you don't have to make any more decisions. Your willpower stays at a high level. And when those urges come along, you learn how to deal with them. So here's my recommendations. Decide what you want. Decide if you want to lose weight, how much weight you want to lose, and why you want to lose that weight. It should be for a loving reason. Commit to discipline. 
Discipline is going to get you there when nothing else will. Love yourself now. Don't say, I'll be happy when I lose 10 pounds. Be happy now. Don't say, you know, I'll finally be beautiful when I lose 20 pounds. You're beautiful now. Notice and narrate your urges. I'm feeling like I want to eat Halloween candy. I'm going to sit here and think about that for a while. And I'm going to narrate to myself what's going on. What am I feeling? What am I thinking? How's this going to work? Can I get that feeling to dissipate? Lastly, get support. If you still are having issues and trouble with fighting those urges and losing out on your willpower, not being able to be self-disciplined and not loving yourself, then get the support that you need. You can start losing weight today by getting the support you need to commit to your goals and learning the best way to enjoy the transitional journey from where you're at now to where you want to be. There is a link in the description box below where you can schedule a call with me and we can get started right away. So chat room friends, let me know what works best for you when you want to lose weight. And we're going to go to full screen and I'll just check in with the chat room and see how we're doing. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> so let me take a look at who's here. We have Jimmy Fast. I'm glad you're looking forward to the show. I hope it was good for you. Uh, you get hangry when you diet. Yes. Uh, take a look at your protocols. Find out if you are eating plenty of fiber and drinking plenty of water. That will help. Hi, K-Pro. Jimmy Fast. So glad Mike took you. <laughs> Okay, Davio. Hi, Davio. It's good to have you. Pancakes are okay, Davio. Again, it doesn't matter, right? As long as you stick to your protocol, you have to find out what works for your body, right? Everybody's body is different. Personally, I stay away from sugar and flour, and I've given up alcohol, and um, I do intermittent fasting. And that's what works for me. But everybody is different. Every body is different. Everybody responds differently. <laughs> Not had pancakes in five years. I used to have pancakes that were just made with um, eggs. Uh, get the get the pasteurized eggs, um, oatmeal, and a little bit of vanilla. Yeah, and maybe a little bit of almond milk if it needs it. Mix that up. There's no flour in it, and then turns into pancakes. But you do have oats in there, so it, it keeps it stuck together real good. So if you're if you like pancakes, that might be an option for you. Mike Healy, hello. Good to have you today. Huli, hi. Um, let's see. It's the weekend. All right. Food is not your issue. K-Pro, what is your issue? Just let us know. <laughs> Finally Friday. Carbaholic. Yeah, I love carbs. Um, but they don't love me. <laughs> a lot of times for a lot of people, they can cause inflammation and inflammation is a, a bit of trouble for us. It can cause some uh, health problems. So uh, I stay away from carbs when I can. Um, when I can't, I try to eat healthier carbs, you know, like sweet potatoes, um, something like that. White powder, so bad. Cheapo pancakes rule. <laughs> Again, try that oatmeal and eggs and a little bit of vanilla. Mix that up. 
maybe a little almond milk. Try that and then cook them just like pancakes. Eat carbs, get cravings. That's true. I do too. Bad for the brain too. Can be. Can be. I think each person is different. Absolutely. Food not an issue for me. Drinks are. Juices and beer. High calorie. Food not an issue for me and I will work too much and don't exercise enough. Okay. Here's the thing about exercise. Exercise is very good for your body at keeping your strength and endurance up. But um, 90% of weight loss is food choices and beverages, as you say. Uh, Exercise is just a small, small percentage of losing weight. So exercise, really good for uh, stress reduction and endurance and strength. For weight loss, it's all about the food and the drinks. Um, If you're having a problem with juices, uh, find a substitute. Maybe try green smoothies, uh, celery and um, cucumber and avocado and uh, some greens like, uh, you know, a spring mix kind of greens and some either water or unsweetened almond or coconut milk and mix that up in like a ninja. And uh, if you think it's too um, too green, doesn't taste, uh, it tastes kind of bitter, put an apple or half an apple in there or uh, a little bit of fruit to sweeten it up. Um, and then you don't have the problem because you have all the fiber with it instead of juicing, which is just basically the sugary part of the fruit. Um, so try a green smoothie if your downfall is juice. Uh, For alcoholic beverages, um, I would just say switch over to club soda and uh, have a good time without it. And here's what what is a good starting point for that. Uh, When you go somewhere like a bar or happy hour or what have you, uh, promise yourself you're going to drink two club sodas before you have any alcohol. By the time you get to that third drink, uh, which would be alcohol, uh, so you have club soda, club soda, alcohol, by the time you get there, your thirst will be sated, it'll be later in the evening, and you may have lost that need or that urge for having that drink. And if not, have something light, uh, like a club soda mixed with a little bit of vodka or something like that, um, or a, a high quality rum. Um, I like a mojito, um, something high quality and just a little bit of it rather than, you know, a lot. Let's give that a try. Um, <laughs> food is not love, Dobby. <laughs> Although I was raised in a way that taught me that food was love. And I also kind of taught that to my kids. You know, I said, if you want to make friends at school, take some food and they'll all love you. And uh, we, we get kind of, <laughs> we kind of learned that. Um, metabolism rules. Well, that is one good thing about intermittent fasting and exercise. It will raise your metabolism. Another thing that raises your metabolism, cold showers. So you know, i try that. That's always fun. First thing in the morning, exercise, followed by a cold shower. And if you want to add a little bit of coffee in the morning before you exercise, that also increases your metabolism. If, you, if your body can handle that caffeine. Going steady with banana cream pie. Mm, yummy. You have a salt addiction. Wow, holy. Here's what you want to try. Uh, 
First thing in the morning, big glass of water, little bit of Himalayan sea salt in that water. Drink that water down. That's going to help you solve that salt crisis in your body, uh, even out your um, your electrolytes a little bit first thing in the morning, and that might help you just a little bit to uh, with those salt cravings. Let's see what else we have. Barbecue kettle chips. Mm. Years of climbing, one becomes obsessed with strength to weight. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, because you got to pull yourself up. You don't want to weigh very much. You got to be strong. Popcorn is dinner with cheese. I love popcorn. Popcorn is something that is very cultural for me. When I was growing up, we had popcorn and ice cream every Sunday night, and I still want popcorn and ice cream every Sunday night. I don't have ice cream very often anymore, a couple of times a year, but I want popcorn every Sunday night because it's just how I was brought up. Um, And if you can just you know, make it as healthy as possible. Like have your, have organic popcorn with sea salt. And um, if you're going to use butter, use uh, grass-fed butter. And um, yeah, do that. <laughs> and you got to enjoy yourself. If you only do it once a week, it's not so bad. It matters if you want to live a full life with full mental capacities. It does. It does. And you want to make sure that you're on the right diet protocol for you and your body and your brain. Sit with my chips. I like to sit with my chips too. Dementia. Yeah, we definitely want to keep an eye out for what we eat when it comes to that. Like we got salt and beverages. Yeah. Okay. Walnuts and salmon. Very good. Very good. Brain food. Mm Mm-hmm. Omega something. You want foods high in omega-3. You want to avoid oils that are high in omega-6. This includes canola oil and safflower and peanut oil and those oils that are found especially in processed foods. Um, if uh, If you could stay away from processed foods and those oils, Uh, You want to lean towards um, oils like avocado oil or um, extra virgin olive oil. Um, MCT oil is awesome. Uh, Helps you to get into ketosis more easily. And just avoid those uh, sixes, those omega-sixes. Bring up your omega-threes with your uh, fatty fish and nuts. But not too many nuts. (laughs) And again, these are all subjective. What works for your body? I hate to grocery shop and yet it's paramount. Yes, that's right. I don't like grocery shopping either. Um, But it is important to plan out what you want each week. And here's the thing. If you can really find a diet that works well for you and you just eat the same thing all the time, you're going to buy the same thing at the grocery store all the time. And you might even do that thing where, you know, you order it online and then pick it up because you get the same thing every week. That's a little bit easier too. That's just an option. It took me two years. Let's see. That pounced. Took me two years. Well, I started it and then it bounced up. Yes. Took me two years, almost 100 pounds. It was tough. Yes, Christy, that is amazing. And 
because you did that, now all your other goals are going to be easier for you to reach because you know how it's done, right? You, you, you have that, that thought management going for you. I have to pay attention or boom. That's right. We all have to pay attention all the time. Low carb diet. I don't get hungry between meals. If I cheat or eat carbs, I lose control. Yes. Yes. That makes a big difference. Let's see. Daily grind. <laughs> it, it can be. That's why we have to try to find ways to make it fun. You know, use your prefrontal cortex and plan things out and make it fun. How can I make this fun? Well, maybe uh, when I hit this next goal, I can buy a new pair of shoes or I can um, take myself on a trip to that park that I've always wanted to go to across town or whatever it is that you can do to treat yourself. Make it a little bit more fun or get involved in a program where other people are doing the same thing that you're doing and you can support each other. Always very good. Soda pop is bad. Well, I drink club soda. I don't. I don't drink. I haven't drink soda in a long, long time with with sugar. I started a hit program, and it's so painful. Makes me not want to be bad. Ah, well, uh, hit is great for you. Um, high intensity interval training, and want to take it slow to start. Uh, you know, maybe only go once a week and, you know, stretch a lot throughout the week. Do your stretching, um, do your foam rolling, uh, take uh, magnesium baths, make maybe a magnesium supplement um, that can help you with the soreness. And then, uh, you know, work your way up more slowly. Because if it's too painful to do, you're not going to do it anymore. All right. Eggs and meal for breakfast, salad for lunch, medium dinner, walk 40 minutes, lose 0.2 pounds per day. Wow, Mike, that's really great. You got it down. You know what you're doing. Mine is also the time I eat. I am a late slack snacker, I'm going to say, rather than slacker. <laughs> I had to change that. Absolutely. I had the same problem. My husband and I both had that same problem. And then we learned about intermittent fasting. And if we can cut off all eating before 7 o'clock in the evening, and then uh, for breakfast I have my bulletproof coffee, and then I don't eat lunch until 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it works wonders for me. So that's something that people can try and see if it works for you as well. I've been putting on little shows that I trash called Pancakes with Davio. <laughs> Chatting about the book and the poem. Fun. All right. Daily harvest delivery. Ah, oh, very nice. Frozen and ready to go. Yes. Planning ahead is great. Our parents taught us food was a social event. Absolutely. And it's our job to recognize that as you have... And to remember it up here and plan for it in the future. Cocoa in decaf coffee. Yeah. Butter. Davio, um, if you are interested, I read the um, Bulletproof Diet book. And he recommends, and I like it. Um, it's a grass-fed no salt butter. And um, if you read about it, it's pretty healthy for you. And you can put it on all your food. 
and uh, you can cook with it, and you can put it in your coffee, and it helps you get into ketosis, and it's got vitamin K, and it's really good for you. Now, that's what I follow. Doesn't mean everybody agrees with me. I know a lot of people don't, especially vegans, and uh, people are like anti-butter. But uh, we have been finding in research lately that the fats are much better for us than the sugars. So we've been leaning more towards uh, going into the the fats. Cook eggs in coconut oil. I cook my eggs in ghee, G-H-E-E, which is clarified um, grass-fed butter. Uh, they sell it at Sprouts here locally. Um, that's where I found it. Uh, I, I can't find it at Smith's, uh, but ghee, if you want to cook with it, it's really a great um, product for cooking because it's got a high smoke point and According to Dave Asprey of Bulletproof Diet, it's really good for you. So, ghee for cooking. I'm sure I, I'm excited to try MTC oil. Forgot to put it on my list after one of your shows. That's right. Uh, MTC is a, um, a distilled uh, purified coconut oil. And it's actually MCT, uh, MCT oil. And uh, you can find it a lot of places, a lot of like uh, sprouts or Whole Foods or natural grocers, that sort of thing. And it is supposed to help you get into ketosis easier. And uh, It has no flavor to it, so you can add it to anything liquid and not change the flavor. You can pour it over your food and it doesn't change the flavor. So um, I recommend it, again, if you read up on Bulletproof Diet. Um, it tells you about it. Swiss girlfriend, everything, lots of going, 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 climbing, climbing. Awesome. Butter from grass-fed cows. Yes, that's right. CBD coffee. Interesting, interesting. I like that. Uh, so bulletproof coffee is basically you have either uh, grass-fed butter or grass-fed ghee in your coffee along with what's called brain octane oil, um, which is made by Bulletproof, which has uh, just one kind of... Uh, I can't remember exactly, but it's so refined and it's so good for your brain that it puts you into ketosis and, and it helps you lose weight. So I use brain octane oil in my coffee every day. Um, again, it doesn't have any taste, so you can add it to anything. It's just a little more expensive than the MCT oil. Thank you all for being here today for all your great questions and comments in the chat room. I appreciate you. And this was a fun topic. I hope that we get more into it. I see it, it generated a lot of conversation and a lot of you have some great ideas about it. So we will be talking more about it on Wednesday along with the uh, fighting the urges and keeping your willpower strong. So looking forward to that. Thank you guys so much for being here and I will see you again very soon. Thank you for listening to The Softer Side with Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Please write to us with questions or ideas for future shows at thesofterside.info at gmail.com and visit the free member vault for more great tips and ideas at esofterside.com.